Hey there, welcome to the Socially Stetson Podcast. This is your host, Stetson K. Patton. You know what? I could talk to you for hours about business, marketing, social media, Enneagrams, and the Bible. Yep, that's just who I am. If you want to join me and my friends as we have these conversations, we would love for you to hang out a bit and get to know each other. I hope you enjoy the show. Y'all, when I say let go of perfection and just start the dang thing. I truly mean it. I am sitting right now in a parking lot at Bucky's. Yes, Bucky's. I just got my brisket sandwich <laughs> and really only ate half of it because I'm wearing white jeans and realized how dumb that was and was like, let's not risk this before I meet my sister. <laughs> so I'm on my way to Nashville, Tennessee to go meet my sister, and then I am headed on my sister's family vacation to just help watch the kids because that is the perks of being an online business owner and entrepreneur and being able to work wherever you want to and saying yes to the things that you really want to. Oh, this is going to be an interesting podcast as I people watch all the people walking into Bucky's. I'm loving this. I love people watching, and this is a good place to do it. All right, well, today's episode is about the Instagram post that I got a lot of engagement on, and I do want to talk about that as well and just some of the social media trends that you're going to see coming up the rest of 2023 and going into 2024. The Instagram post I'm talking about was a carousel post, and that means that it had multiple pictures through the slides, and it used GIFs with pop culture, but then it also told a story. So I had three pieces of engagement right then and there, and then the fourth part of the engagement was I told a real-life story, and this is definitely a trend you're going to see more of. I do have a resource on my website, www.sociallystetson.com, under products and freebies called How to Tell Your Story and Storytelling on Social Media. I did that one last year because I knew that it was a big trend that was definitely coming up, and you're going to see that more and more going into 2024. So yes, storytelling is king of content right now. Yes, videos are as well. So you can storytell on videos or you can do it through a carousel like I did. And I find them both very highly effective. Tell the same story, do it in a carousel and do it in a reel and then go live and tell your story as well. So I'm going to talk about that story because I did ask at the end, my call to action was, should I podcast about this? And About 80% of you were like, yes, please tell this story. So I'm going to dive deep into it. And the post was about what is the worst and best advice I've ever received. And it was the worst advice. It truly was really bad advice from one of my mentors. But this mentor, I highly respected. Well, time out. I still truly respect her. As a business owner, how far she came, all the accomplishments that she had done. And I respected the fact that so many other women were working with her and feeling the encouragement and motivation. This really just goes to show that not every person is meant to be your mentor or your coach. Even myself, for example, I was working with, this is 
off subject story, but I was working with a client and I would tell her over and over again how to get social media engagement, what she should stop doing, start doing. And she just was not making the changes. She went to work with another coach and mentor and she started making the changes. I don't know what this coach or mentor said to her, did differently, but it just goes to show different coaching styles, different teaching styles are for everybody. So I am not putting this mentor and leader down by any means. She just wasn't the right mentor for me. And I do think she really should have worked on some of her leadership skills and people skills, because I do know that I'm not the only person who felt burned by her and really deflated. And I'm just lucky that I have thick skin. My mama raised me confident. (laughs) So I'm super grateful that I had a confident mom who instilled confidence in me. Well, two confident parents, really. And they helped instill that in me. And super thankful. But the advice was, and there were two pieces of advice that she gave me. But the first was, I was going through my business and I was really struggling financially to make money. I felt like I was doing everything right. I was showing up for the trainings. I was scheduling all of my appointments. I was making some of the sales. And this, yes, this was a sales business. And I was sharing about the business. I was doing all of the things that I was supposed to be doing. And I felt like other people were just luckier than me because I was like, what is going on? I don't know why I'm not growing. I am doing everything right, which in social media world, I totally get why people feel this way now too. They're like, I am doing everything right and still not getting the growth. And there are little tweaks and changes and it really does take somebody sometimes from the outside looking in to help you with that. So because this mentor of mine, she was known in this business world for being very financially savvy. She had saved and invested and was just so brilliant with money management that I was like, who better than to ask? And she lives right here in my city. So she agreed to have a meeting with me and I was super excited. So I went to her house with my notebook ready. I had printed off my financials, my budget, all of the things. And the first thing that she said to me when we sat down was, well, I would love to talk to you about your money today, but first, how long have you struggled with being overweight? Y'all, my jaw about dropped to the floor because one, I didn't feel too overweight at the time. I mean, I knew I was gaining some weight, but It wasn't something that was an issue to me at the time. I wasn't like, I don't know even how to explain it. I've always been very confident in my body, no matter what weight I've been, because my weight has always fluctuated. And again, like I said, I'm confident and I just know that this body is the one God gave me. And as long as I know I'm trying to take care of it, then that's where I've got to just give myself grace, right? It's not like I'm eating donuts every day. So when she said that to me, I was like, oh, she thinks I'm fat. That was the first thing that went through my head. And so I honestly answered her and said, well, I've struggled with my weight my entire life. I mean, it's just been something I've always struggled with. And her response was, well, if you can't control your weight, there's no way you're ever going to control your finances. Y'all, 
I was so deflated and I just kind of looked at her and said, well, then I don't feel like we should have this meeting. And that was the, that the meeting only lasted five minutes and I got up, grabbed my notebook and left, was shocked. I remember calling my mom when I got in the car and was like, I cannot believe this woman. But of course I went home and marinated on it and I thought about it. And the truth was I was gaining weight and I realized that I am a stress eater. So because I was stressing about my business and about money and that I was eating more because I am an emotional stress eater. Some people don't eat when they're stressed. Some people do. And so it was good for me to notice that about myself and really try to correct that problem and be more mindful of that. And also at the time I wasn't taking care of my body to the best of my ability. So now what I've learned and that this is why I say it's the worst and best advice I've ever received because now I'm more mindful as a business owner that my business is directly correlated to my health. When I am healthy and when I have energy, I have energy to pour back into my business. I have the energy to be a better leader. I am more focused. I have less brain fatigue. My body and blood circulation, it just feels better. And so some of the things that I'm doing right now to be healthier, I am trying to go for walks during the middle of the day, just getting up and going. A lot of y'all have seen on Instagram, I've joined Hotworks and that's really working for me because it's open 24 seven. I can go at my own time and get a really good sweat in. And then I am also drinking mushroom coffee instead of regular coffee. And this has been huge for me because I don't love the way regular coffee makes me feel. It makes me have a lot of inflammation and histamine flare ups. And the mushroom coffee not only helps me feel better without the bloating, but it also helps with focus during the day and brain clarity to just stay focused on work and tasks at hand, which I'm not very good at anyway. And I know it has lion's mane in it. Send me a message on Insta. I'll send you the kind that I use. I've used three different kinds, so we can just talk about it over there. And then also in the morning, I've been putting cinnamon and cayenne pepper in the mushroom coffee because cayenne pepper is super good for blood flow and blood circulation. Well, I naturally have thick blood and slow blood circulation, so this is going to be really good for me to help prevent blood clots and things like that in the future. So these are just some of the things that I'm doing on top of drinking a ton of water every day. The other piece of advice, so back, going back to the story of this mentor. So I kind of brushed it off, gave her grace. So one thing you should know about me is I am really quick to forgive and forget. Any of my friends can tell you that if we've been in an argument, I do not hold grudges. I forgive very easily, which can be really detrimental in some relationships because, um, it can be a place where I let people treat me badly sometimes, and that's not a good thing either. But I am quick to forgive and forget. And so I just brushed it off and was like, okay. So she was having a leaders meeting with a bunch of women at her house. And again, she's local to me, so super easy for me to go anyway. What she didn't know is I was secretly getting training from another mentor at this point. After that first scenario, I was like, mm-mm, done. Like, I can listen to her, but I'm not going to take her advice because we get to choose. So I was going to another mentor's meetings and listening to her 
truly loved the advice that she was giving uh, to the leaders in this business. And we were all reading books and sharing what we were learning from the books, how we were applying them, all of the things. So at the other mentors meetings, we're all sitting there and I did feel like the same topics were just talked about all the time. And it was a lot of whining at that meeting more than it was teaching and training of leaders. I felt like a lot of the uh, leaders at this meeting were just complaining and whining about their business. And this sounds horrible. And yes, I'm probably calling people out here who probably listen to this podcast. But that was how I perceived that meeting. And I was trying to jazz it up a bit. And I, I made a suggestion because she did ask if we had any suggestions for the next meeting. So I suggested that, hey, why don't we all pick some books and kind of share literally what we had done at the previous meeting that I had went to. Her response in front of all of the other women was, if you feel like you need self-help books, maybe you need therapy and you should not be a leader in this business. <laughs> you guys, I just had to laugh. I had to laugh it off. And when, I mean, you could hear the breath in the room of people being aghast. They were just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe she said that. And I just kind of laughed and said, well, of course, my quick wit, I made a joke and said, well, I'm definitely going to need therapy after today's meeting <laughs> and kind of laughed it off and everybody else laughed. It was kind of funny, but also a little dig. And I hopped in the car and I had three women at that meeting call me on the way home and were just like, I am crying for you. I'm so sad. But guys, at this point, I already knew that she was not the mentor for me. I already knew not to take anything personal. And I don't know if she had some vendetta or something out for me anyway. I have no idea. But... I decided not to listen. It didn't affect me because I had already made that decision. She was not the mentor for me. But again, this is why it was good. Good. The best and worst advice is because I really truly learned from this situation that not everybody put in a leadership position has to be your leader. Not everybody, not every boss that you has have is going to give you the best advice even for your job. So I really want you to think about who your true authority is. If you are a child of God, God is your true authority. You get to talk to him and come to him. As Christians, we have a direct communication with him. My confidence is in him. My confidence is that I am a child of God and he cannot take that away. I know after talking to so many other women that this is unusual, that I'm a unicorn in this area because I don't take things personal and I am really quick to forgive people. And I, I don't know if that's just a spiritual blessing that God has given me or a detriment. I don't know. But I know that I say this and it's not super easy for other women to take this advice and not take things personally. For example, one of my best friends, you could say anything to her and she's going to take it personal. That is just how she processes things and it could be anything. And so we always have to say, this is not personal. Like, please don't take this personal. And so I learned this lesson 
during that time and really truly reflected on the business that I was in and had I outgrown it, did I need different leadership? And so that is when I started stepping out and really truly looking for other mentors that had gone above and beyond and were doing the things that I wanted to do. And part of that was having an online business. That is when I really took a step back and wrote down everything I liked about every job that I had. So I I made a list of every single job that I had ever had. And I wrote down everything that I loved about it. And I wrote down everything that I hated about it. And if anything showed up more than three times, it meant that I loved it. And so one of the things that I loved was teaching and training. When I was working at a YMCA, I used to teach and train on customer service. And I used to love doing that. When I was in network marketing, I used to love teaching and training some of the new consultants, like when I would bring them on to do what I did or to teach them the software programs. That was another thing. I truly loved teaching software programs, which was surprising to me. I never realized it until that activity. But now it's so funny because I do teach people Instagram and social media, which I feel like are really just software programs and people have to figure them out. So people get frustrated all the time that they don't know how to use Instagram. But think about your job that you currently have. Do you have a CRM platform or a database platform that you use? Think about the learning curve that it took for you to learn how to use that. That is exactly what these social media platforms are. They are just software programs on your phone um, called social media. So that is the best and worst advice that I've ever had. And you might think I'm crazy for still loving this mentor. I truly think she is a genuinely sweet, kind-hearted person. And I do care for her a lot because she truly did help me in so many other ways. But these two instances, I will never forget. And they did make a huge impact on my life. One of the other pieces of advice, and this is just truly funny, is she told me I would never be successful or make money if I didn't get off my phone. She was like, you're on social media too much. So I do think it's just kind of funny that full circle, I am making six figures now teaching social media and well, nope, let me take that back. I am not making six figures. My business is making six figures. Don't get confused. I always want to be open and honest about financial, my financials um, in my business. So I hope this was a helpful episode. I'm sorry that my voice is a little cracky and coffee. It's probably because of the brisket sandwich that I just ate in my car outside of Bucky's. Love you guys. Don't forget to tell your story on social media. And if you do, I want to know about it. Do you have 10 notebooks that all are for 10 different reasons? I know I did. I had one for my gratitudes, my daily gratitudes, and then I had one for my goal setting that was giving me business and prompt questions for goals. I had another one for my sermon notes that I would take to church. I had another one for journaling and so on and so on. And I was telling my sister about this when I was visiting her in Nashville, and she told me about a new planner and journal called Faith and Focus. At first, I just thought I was going to be spending a money on another planner that I was not going to use, but this notebook has been with me daily and I actually look forward (laughs) to using it, which is a first for me this consistently. So 
Not only does it have full planners in there for your quarterly calendars, but day by day, it also gives you prompts for your task, your top three most important thing, your brain dump, your morning requests from the Lord, your noon gratitudes, and your evening gratitudes and reflections. It also has a place for business notes and journaling. I love that on Sundays, it has a page for sermon notes, so I don't have to go grab another notebook. Also on Sundays, it has a weekly reflection page for you to really focus on your business and your goals and what you want to do on the weekends. This isn't just for business owners. My sister uses this too, and she loves it for her family. You can get 15% off if you use the code STETSON, that's S-T-E-T-S-O-N, at checkout when you go to christianplanner.com forward slash STETSON. If you do this and get your 15% discount, please tag me on Instagram. I would love to see how you were using your Faith and Focus Planner. Well, that was fun, and I hope it filled your cup as much as it filled mine. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton to learn more about what topics you would like for me to cover on this podcast, whether it's about business, Jesus, tequila, or Enneagrams, I'm going to cover it all. So let's meet back here at the same spot, same time next week.